Welcome to CMU Athletics Connection. Thanks for joining me. I'm Amy Folan, Central Michigan University's Zaleski Family Director of Athletics. From my chair, I have the opportunity to meet so many people who are truly the life of CMU Athletics. And in this podcast, I go behind the scenes to showcase some of the stories that I see every day that inspire me. Today, we're gonna to dive into the topic of health administration, which encompasses some of the fastest growing career opportunities in the country. In fact, the Bureau of Labor Statistics estimates that the medical and health services manager jobs will grow by 32% between 2020 and 2030. To dive into this topic, I'm honored to have joined me today by CMU alum, Marita Hatman Schiffman, Regional President of My Michigan Health. Marita, who oversees the health systems in Clare, Alma, and Mount Pleasant Centers, holds a bachelor's degree in psychology from CMU. Also joining us today are CMU student athletes, Hannah Demiers, a gymnast from Canton, Michigan, and Aaron Owens, a lacrosse player from North Haven, Connecticut. Both are seniors studying health administration here at CMU. Both are 2022 MAC champions for their respective sports, so we're especially happy to have you all here with us today. Marita, Hannah, and Aaron, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Marita, can you share with us some information about your role at My Michigan Health? Absolutely. I'm considered a regional president of a portion of our very large health system that really spans from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan all the way down through Southern Gratiot County and kind of all points in between. And as a regional president, while I have direct operational responsibility for the medical centers in Clare, Alma, and Mount Pleasant, more so I'm accountable to ensure that all parts of our health system, inpatient, outpatient, physician, home health care, all of it, adds up to have a collective impact on making Central Michigan a healthier community. And we love that, and this is a strong community, and so for you taking care of everybody is near and dear to all of our hearts. Uh, what kind of jobs do you think people could do in health administration? We talked about, we have Hannah and Aaron here, and they're gonna get into what they're doing now, but you're actually doing it. So I know that they're probably interested from a student perspective of what does that look like today and maybe a little bit into the future since they're both young and just starting out. Well, to think about answering that question, I had to really step out of my paradigm and think about what is life going to be like for the next few decades for the two of you. We always think about the t traditional healthcare administration, running hospitals, running physician practices. Um, healthcare is kind of, uh, inpatient healthcare is kind of like a little city. There's a gazillion jobs, all that healthcare administration applies to, and are great stepping stones upwards. But when I think about the healthcare system in the United States, it, it's really dysfunctional. And it's got a lot to do with how it's reimbursed. Thank you for giving me that look. <laughs> I really appreciate that. It's really dysfunctional. And healthcare administration spends a lot of our time just trying to navigate the dysfunction. And we really need to be spending more of our time on innovating how we deliver healthcare to people that helps us get around that dysfunction and, and be more meaningful and impactful. I just read a stat literally an hour ago that said um, Gallup just did a poll 38% of Americans in 2022 did not get healthcare they knew they needed because they didn't think they could afford it. So innovation is really, really necessary. And frankly, my generation's probably getting a little dated to be innovative. So to, ha to meet the two of you and know people like you that are coming into the profession, you'll bring the innovation, the fresh perspective, better application of technology, and you know the way the jobs look today probably aren't gonna look the same and you'll be leading really inspirational different things. Well, I think that's super exciting, and uh, you're right. I think a lot of people see their success. I said they're both MAC champions on the, well, actually on the mat beam bars and, <laughs> and on the lacrosse field, but they actually are probably more impressive in the classroom. And so I'm super excited about what the future brings. Um, we all see what they do in athletics, but I'm gonna have them talk to us a little bit of how your interest came about 
and kind of what you want to do. So Aaron, we heard that you had volunteer experience during high school that may have influenced your future career. Can you tell us about this experience and what got you into health administration as a passion? I mean, that was when I first really figured out that that's what I wanted to go into. I love the environment and the atmosphere of working in a hospital or any type of medical center. And I knew that I wanted to help people in this field, but I also knew that anything clinical wasn't really my route. And I wanted to find a way to get myself in that door. And health admin here is one of the stronger programs out of health admin programs. So I thought it was a great opportunity to pursue it. No doubt, we're glad that you find both. We have great academic programs in the health professions as one of our leading colleges here at CMU. Hannah, I understand your journey started with a desire to work on the clinical side of healthcare, but has evolved in the pursuit of your leadership role in the field. Can you tell us more about your journey into health administration? Yeah, absolutely. So I, like you said, I came in wanting to do more of the clinical route. And although I loved all the classes and I do love science, and honestly, it's kind of a hobby on the side learning about that stuff. I also found a love for like um, leadership within like practice and stuff and having like a higher leadership role and being overall like a good human and leading in a good way and spreading positivity. So when I started getting more into like junior year and I learned more about the majors and stuff, I found out that there's a lot more leadership opportunities within the health administration field rather than the clinical route. So I decided that would be the best route for me. So Marita, can you talk a little about the need for healthcare professionals, both in the clinical and administrative roles? They kind of just talked about how they got into it and some of their passions. And you talked a little bit into the future, which is super insightful, but here and now, and then a little bit in the future, what are the biggest needs that are facing the healthcare professionals? What both of you said really resonated with me because my journey was very similar. I started out with a bachelor's in psychology, thinking I was gonna go on and be a clinical care provider. And pretty quickly, for a variety of reasons, discovered that my gift is taking care of the people who are providing care. And they need support. They're, they're intense jobs, especially these days. And they need people who are looking out for them, who are making sure they have the resources that they need to do a great job, that they're not distracted by things that aren't top of license or top of their skill set. So it takes people like us to deal with the regulations and the reimbursement issues and the work environment issues. Safety is a huge thing today and keeping healthcare, anybody who's working in healthcare safe. Um, so I love the journey that you're on and I didn't know there's anybody like me and now I've met <laughs> two of you. There's just so many things now opportunity wise. You could lead, you know, healthcare is like a small city. So there's safety, there's security, there's medical records, there's credentialing. There are um, lots of business leaders in our physician practices. There's business leaders in our service lines. So we look at the location where we deliver services and how are we doing there. But then we look across our entire health system and say, uh, what's our orthopedic program like? What's our women's health services like? And are we leveraging so that everybody that we serve is getting the same level of care? So we're almost like a tapestry woven together, the local and the, and the regional or the local and the, the system wide to make sure that we're having that collective impact that I mentioned earlier. So just about any job that doesn't require a clinical degree, you can do in healthcare, and you'll be able to translate your leadership into clearing the path so the providers can take care of the patients. Well, with that being said, one of the things I do love is we have a footprint of 230,000 living alums, and we have one of the great ones here in uh, health administration that gives to this community and has gone out, and she's come back to this community. What are some of your career goals as you guys start into this and what do you think they are now and they can evolve and change and I think we've had, 
we've admitted that's going to happen with technology and everything going on. But right now, today, some of those alums are listening. They might be able to help you too. What, what are your aspirations and what are there CMU alums or people out there that might help uh, connect you to those passions? Yeah, so, I mean, coming out of a, a four-year athlete here at Central, I've most of my experience have been with athletics and all that stuff. So I'm most excited to just get my foot in the door and to learn as much as I can in the next, first five years, right? So... Um, in the summer, I volunteered at an assisted care facility. Best time of my life. I enjoyed it so much. I loved the residents and I loved the people working with the residents and the administrator there. She was amazing. And it was like, it was really cool because it was like a gymnastics team, which sounds really funny, but like everyone is there all the times of the day together reaching for one goal which was really cool to see. So it was almost like a gymnastics team. And it was just like so heartwarming seeing all the people work together. So that's definitely a goal of mine is to work um, in like assisted care at some point. That'd be really cool. And also within, especially my senior year, I found out that I actually have a love for like uh, numbers and stuff. So um, like data mining and stuff like that. We did a project for our capstone um, with like real data, with real life numbers, with real life people, which was really crazy. But I was able part of I was part of like the data mining group, and it was really cool finding problems through numbers. So I really enjoyed that. So I'd love to help out healthcare anyway, like through uh, you know technology era that we're in. So, and Aaron, how about you? Your career goals. Tell us what you're thinking you're going to do today. Uh, well, luckily I have the COVID year from. 2020 and so I'm actually going to be coming back for my fifth year next year and hopefully obtaining my MHA and starting that route so that can give me a bigger step in the door and hopefully that'll provide me with a larger leadership role eventually in the future. And Erin, what made you pick CMU? How did you know that CMU was the right place for you? What was it about it that made you choose CMU? I mean this community is so different and I've learn to love it here. It's really truly like a, a home and one of the one things I loved about this school is you have that small town feeling but then there's also that large atmosphere going to the football games and cheering on our fellow student athletes and the community here is just amazing and everyone is pushing for the best for you and I loved it here and I still love it and I'm coming back next year so. <laughs> I said she's smart on the field enough for it. <laughs> Hannah, how about you? What made you know that CMU was the right place for you? What was the special fit and, and what was that feel that made you know this was the place? Yeah, so um, gymnastics at the time when I was getting recruited, we were getting recruited like when I was, I think my first visit when I was in eighth grade and I committed here, I think it was either my freshman or sophomore year of high school. So a big reason um, that had me like sway my decision towards Central is because there's a lot of opportunities and wide variety of opportunities. So at that time when I decided to commit, I was like, you know what? I could decide to do ugh, journalism, science, like, you know, business. It didn't matter because either way I had a wide variety of options. So that was a big one for me. Um, and then I ended up finding health administration as my field, which is really cool. Um, and then uh, also I only live two hours away from here and where I am, I have a huge family, right? A huge support system. So when I came here and I visited and the people here are amazing and it's like a little family, like Aaron said. So that definitely was my two main reasons why I decided Central. So Marita, for our two student athletes that we have here, they've talked about their aspirations and why they chose CMU. Can you tell us about your time here as a student at CMU and what you think that did to help prepare you for a successful career in health administration? 
I give CMU all the credit for the fact that I am where I am today. And I can't say that it was a conscious path where I knew every step I was going to take. You know, doors opened and opportunities were there that I um, took advantage of. But I started here with my degree in psychology. At the same time, I was a resident assistant. Um, I, I believe it was one of the residence hall directors came to a group of us and said, we need to start a sexual assault prevention task force on this campus. And to be the part of launching something that was going to hopefully live on in perpetuity in my school was such a cool experience. Being an RA exposed me to all kinds of things and all kinds of great people across the whole spectrum of who leads and manages here at the university. Uh, so the combination of the academic preparation that I got and then all those extra experiences, I was excited to hear what both of you two said that you've been involved in because it really, out in that world, it's a combination of the two. Um, I excelled in my academics and I got a great education from an incredible university and at the same time, I explored all these other things and I have these stories to tell and accomplishments. It shows an, a potential employer that you're well-rounded and that you know what it is to, to fall in love with something yourself and figure out how to make an impact on it. And that's what everybody's looking for. Erin, we talked about why you picked CMU. What's one of your favorite memories from your time here at Central so far? Like you said, you still got a year ahead of you and we're glad you have more time with us and you're gonna get your master's. But so far, what's one of your favorite memories here at CMU? So actually, Hannah and I last semester were in the capstone class. What number was it? Uh, HSC 545. With Dr. Delellis and then Al Nowak was also there helping us and we were able to converse with the other students who are in the health admin program. Basically what the uh, project was is that we got real life data from Trinity Health. There was like a real problem they were having with real numbers, which is weird because we've always done like, you know, in this, if this happened, what would you do? <laughs> right, like textbook stuff. So it was really cool to actually get like a real life problem and like solve it with like real life ideas. So basically they gave us this problem and said, this is the issue we're having, can you guys solve it? So within the classroom, we divided into like four groups, five groups or whatever. And it was like a group of two or three people and me and Aaron were actually in the same group. And um, we were able to solve that problem and actually present those ideas that we had to uh, the board. It was really cool because we actually got, got to make a presentation and I was able to present the slides and it was really cool like having that professional experience of like presentation skills and you know kind of thinking on your feet because they'd ask you questions and you're like okay really quick I gotta think of something because you know first timers we're learning as we go and but yeah that was actually because when you asked that question I was like oh, I know what I'm gonna say because that was like really cool because you always do stuff by the textbook so getting that opportunity to do a real life like working woman, strong woman thing, it felt really cool. <laughs> so Marita, they're talking a little bit about going from the theoretical in class and having the practical application. And I know people probably have seen publicly if they follow CMU Sports that you and I help kind of create a partnership. And I don't think people really know how that came about. So can you help share how that partnership between CMU and Athletics and My Michigan evolved? To begin with, just to create a vibrant community, we have to work together. We have to find ways to come together and be greater than the sum of our parts, especially if we want communities to be vibrant. Um, those partnerships mean everything. So for me, I, part of my journey was I ended up working out of state for many years, came back to have a kind of a homecoming with some friends that came, went to CMU with me and decided it was time to come home to Michigan. And magical things happened and I ended up getting a job offer with a great health system right back here in central Michigan. And 
it wasn't my first thought, but when it then it struck me how lucky I was going to be to be able to come back and give back to a community and a great university that launched me in the first place. So as soon as I returned, I started trying to figure out how can I contribute to CMU. And that started out with just me personally visiting some classes and, and contributing financially and things like that. And then I saw this announcement that Amy Fullen had been hired as the athletic director. And I think it's the jobs that we hold, these leadership jobs are stressful and difficult. And it's really important for us to support each other and stick together, even more so when it comes to female leaders. Um, there, there's still opportunities there um, to change the world that we're in and we need to lift each other up. So I reached out to Amy just to say, welcome, um, and it's a friendly place and I'm here to support you. And she called me back and said, you know, we should get to know each other, which was what I was really hoping for. But the more we talked about what My Michigan Health was trying to do here in the community to create healthier communities, and she talked about the what we're trying to do for sports here and making this number one in the MAC in every possible way and eventually in the nation, we started seeing the ways our two organizations could work together and be greater than the sum of our parts. So um, My Michigan Health started reaching out to help more with sports marketing so that we could demonstrate our partnership and our interest and investment in CMU. And then that led us to realize that we have these shared competencies and could really contribute to the health of athletes through the sports medicine program that we have done for on an outpatient basis to Weekend Warriors and others and to Alma College and to be able to, to replicate that with Central Michigan University and take it to a Division I level was just so exciting for us and for the physicians that we'd been recruiting, all of whom wanted to work in a Division I program. So it was just, it was the right timing, the right people at the right timing, having the right conversations to create something greater than some of our parts. And so you guys set the tone for being leaders in the MAC, and that's what we're hoping to do is service you and, and elevate that. And she's right. I think it's really hard to do things by yourself, but together I think this community keeps just raising the bar, and it really finds amazing things that you thought weren't achievable. And by yourself you can't, but together we do incredible things that I think we surprise all of ourselves with. So we do appreciate that partnership, and I know our student-athletes are benefiting. Um, from us student athletes, do you guys have any questions for Marita? We have an alum who's in the chair that someday you guys aspire to. What's one question that you might have for her? Oh man, I would have came prepared. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um. While you're thinking, one thing I love that you both are talking about is being data driven um, and using data to find problems. Um, especially once we went to electronic medical records, we now actually have data that we can do things with. And it started with just using it to predict health issues in the community and think about how to solve them. And it's gone all the way to being able to use really subtle data on live patient monitoring to be able to predict if they're starting to go downhill long before we would have known that from taking vitals and doing rounds and things like that. Um, so much is happening in predictive analytics that is making us better and better. And those are the kinds of innovations that you all will lead in your healthcare careers that will make the kind of impact. Hospital at home is another thing that we're doing now. Because technology is so advanced, we can have people who would normally be ill enough to be in the hospital be able to stay at home with telemonitoring and bedside visits. And, and they're in some ways safer because they're in their own home where it's familiar, in their own jammies with their own remote control, <laughs> their dog or cat curled up on the bed, their bed, and that's where they wanna be. Um, and they'll be comfortable there and feel safer there 
and they'll heal faster because of that. It's actually really funny that you said that because we, like literally last year, we learned about how there are systems that are predictive modelings where they're uh, monitoring people's um, status and then can kind of like before the curve would hit, like see where they're at and like see if they can prevent anything. So it's really cool that you've said that. It's just a connection from school to, yeah, I just thought it was cool. <laughs> the one thing that I find really attractive about this major is that I learned in the CHAPS Club, which is the Collegiate Health Administration Preparatory Society, we're actually diving into right now, we're doing a little like to know it project and there are actually 23 different career paths that you can take within this major that for me it's I don't necessarily need to know what my next step is especially after I'm going to go get my master's so with so many different routes with this it's I think a great opportunity for anybody who wants to be involved with the medical field. Yeah absolutely you, you, you'll get your foot in the door I like how you said that and one thing and it'll start to open up other doors. There's so many careers in healthcare and you can do several of them. And that, that's kind of how my story unfolded was I started in human resources and thinking that's, that's great, that's wonderful. Well, I recruited a doctor who turned around and recruited me to do HR for physicians. And then that led to something else and something else. And having the courage to explore all those things, even if you're not quite sure what they are, is how you decide what feeds your soul the most and what you most wanna focus on and you'll do six, 10, 12 things in all of that exploration and then end up in a leadership position over many of those things <laughs> and be able to apply all that experience. Erin, do you have a favorite professor or class here that had a lasting impression on you? I know you talked about one of them, but as you go back in all four years, like we said, this is a great community. We have a great academic uh, faculty and tell us about somebody in that academic area that's had a big impact on you in your four years. So one individual that really helped me here was Dr. Delellis. She is the sweetest woman ever, and she always, her door's open for you. We had, Hannah and I had to complete our capstone papers last semester, and I remember sitting down with her. I knew I wanted to talk about quality improvement, but then what, what did I want to talk about? That's incredible, and Dr. Delellis, we appreciate you, and I know there's a lot of people like that. That's what I hear about CMU. This great alumni base comes back. We have had full stadiums, and a passionate, passionate alumni base and that people have told me it's because of the personal connection where you can come back and see your professors. So along that same lines, Hannah, somebody that's really had an impact on you and your academic career here at CMU. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, within the same class, Anna was talking about uh, Dr. Liz Runnett, or Ranit. She was awesome. But uh, also, I've had multiple classes with Dr. Zikos. He uh, does a lot of like the quality improvement and the numbers. So we do it whenever we were in his classes, he would give us data sets and then he'd show us how to like run through the data sets and kind of work with that and the numbers and solving problems within the numbers, which is really cool. And during our class, our capstone class that he would come in and it was super, super helpful. So when we were in like the data group, right, that was our job. We were the data people. And he would sit down with us, just like our group, us three, and would kind of go through it and be like okay so what do you want to find we're like okay this is what we want to see this is what we think we need to do and either he'd be like okay that's really good let's try it out okay what went wrong we're like okay well this didn't or this didn't line up the way this needs to whatever so you get the point I'm saying he was extremely helpful with all that and went out of his way to come into classes that he wasn't even teaching to help us with the data set so thanks Dr. Zikos. Along with that, with Dr. Zikos, is I remember he we there was one day that we 
just could not understand the data that we were going through and we were trying to figure out what data were we trying to find. And it was a really cool experience because he was sitting us down with us going over it all and you could see his brain is going and we're going and we're just it was just a real life aspect and working with him was really nice. That's incredible. I can see how much they've had an impact on you guys, and I see how much impact you're going to have on the future, so that's probably really rewarding for them. I know it's rewarding for me to see, so it's nice to hear our, our academic and faculty getting the love for the impact that they really have. A lot of times it goes unnoticed, right? And those are the biggest impacts you have on people's lives, or people that took time to show you what your real potential is and, and spark that further. Marita, we've talked a little bit about, and I know you have so many good memories here, but can you give us one of your favorite memories for your time here at Central Michigan University? Hmm. That we can talk about on air. Yeah, that's what I was just <laughs> thinking about. So, I'm gonna ramble here for a minute. So, so much of my experience besides the classroom work was being a resident assistant in Walt Emmons. And the partnership that develops, the responsibility that we were given, and the experiences that exposed me to, many of which were tough situations. In fact, that's how I figured out I wasn't going to be a care provider myself because I recognized I didn't, I, I called it not having the patience at the time. Um, I, there was a Geico commercial years ago of a, I think it starts with a, drill sergeants don't make good counselors and they show this drill sergeant throwing a box of Kleenex at his client and all this. And I'm like, yeah, that probably would be me. If I have to talk to you three times about the same thing, I'm pretty much out of patience. Probably not gonna be a very good counseling psychologist. <laughs> um, so just working in residence life showed me lots of challenges and helped me realize what, what I'm capable of overcoming, who I'm capable of helping, what kind of help I can offer, and what was gonna be outside of my boundaries. And that's when I started realizing I need to care for care providers, not be a care provider myself. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're all tough stories to tell, um, but those were the, really the formative experiences that I had. And the people that worked in residence life, the, the leaders, the residence hall directors and all that, were just helped us take all these things we were learning in the classroom and these life experiences that we were having and apply it to work we were doing right in front of us and be able to imagine what that was gonna be like when we weren't part of the support structure we had here at CMU and really equipped me for the future. I have heard so many stories about resident life and people being leaders in there and the impact and that has kind of been a consistent theme and I think a gift that this university has that is unique to this university. I haven't heard that other places and they even had impacts like the toilet paper toss and things that really shaped the history and, and had a national impact on this university so that's, that's awesome to hear. One of the, the crazy things that happened when I got back with the RAs I used to serve with all these years later, and we were talking about where we'd been and kids and jobs and all of that, and all of us had fascinating jobs that took us all over the United States. And all of a sudden we look at one of us and she's crying. And we're like, Michelle, what is wrong? And she had been kind of telling us about her workplace and that she wasn't real happy there. And she said, how can it be that a bunch of 19-year-olds had the best teamwork and leadership and impact of, of my entire life and we were just 19. And it's because of the strength of the training and support we were given through residence hall life to even take those jobs on. It was really transformative for all of us. And another thing, CMU, the Leadership Institute, the Sarah Opperman Leadership mm -hmm. Institute, and creating leaders and developing leaders. And I think, you know, you had said it, Aaron, it's a got big enough feel and it's a division one school, but it's got that special home community that it's not too big and everybody knows each other. And to really find that sweet spot is something very unique and is a gem that I think comes together and encapsulates really what CMU is. As we start to uh, close out, I wanted to see 
what kind of resources here at CMU have helped you in your academic and athletic journeys? So what do you guys think that you've been provided here? What Much what Marita was talking about, what distinguished and she remembers as her specific experience. What resources here at CMU have helped you in your academic and athletic journeys? Something that, I don't know if it's necessarily a resource, but the thing, cool thing about Central is that the school, um, when you get into your major class, especially health administration, it's a smaller field here. So when I'd get into those classrooms, I got to personally know the professors very, very well. I've had classes with like the three same professors for now like two years, and I've got to know them who they are as people, and they've got to know who I am as people, and it's a really rewarding experience because we're learning. Yes, of course, we're learning all these new things that could help us in the future, but at the same time, it's like there's so much more than just like school and athletics. There's like an actual personal connection, which is really, really cool. So that's definitely one of my favorite things because – Personal connections is what drive me as a human, right? I love people. I love helping people. I love getting to know people. So that was almost like a kick in the butt to kind of make me want to be better, you know, learn more and be just a better human for other people. So That's a great gift. You're mm -hmm. right, Marita. That's what makes people usually be successful and not as you genuinely authentically care and mm -hmm. making that connection and this place helping fine tune that for you. That's, that's great. How about you, Erin? Along with Hannah, our major is pretty special because we get to work with four professors mainly, and they all now know both of us pretty well. And I would also say that my advisors over the years have really helped me, both my on the academic advisor as well as my athletic advisor, just keeping me on track if I ever needed to be put on track. <laughs> but I mean, everyone is here to see the best in you and they are rooting for you every day, and I think that's really special here. Well, I don't think you need to be put on track too much, but it is helpful <laughs> when you have a lot on your track <laughs> to have people supporting you to stay there. And yeah. then, again, unsung heroes, right? We have a lot of academic advisors and those in athletics that help that kind of do the work day in and day out. And uh, really kind of like in the medical profession where you've got the nurses and the caretakers. They're caretakers, but they just help with the academic side. So I appreciate you noticing that, and I appreciate what they do every day. I mean, like, is example of this, literally yesterday I got a text from Keenan. He's our athletic er, advisor, and he was like, hey, Hannah, like, can you just stop by my office? I'm like, sure, why not? So I'm like, hey, Keenan, how's it going? He goes, hey, so I know you're graduating soon, and I know your major requires an internship. Like, I just want to make sure, like, what can I do? Do you need me to look at anything? Do I need to look anything up? Like, do you know what you're doing? I'm like, Keenan, actually, like, I'm all set. Like, I've got it all figured out. I've done a lot of work for it, so there's no problem there. But it was really cool for him. I was literally telling my roommates this yesterday. I was like, it's really cool for him to reach out to, like, make sure that, like, yes, we're on track right now, but for the future when I'm going to be done, when I'm no longer an athlete, that we're on track for that as well because the individuals who may not know what to do or not know what steps to take, he was – it was really cool for him to take the initiative to, like, ask me that, so – it is, and we have a lot of those alumni out there that need interns, so there's sometimes there's a lot of win-wins that we are going to be able to help, hopefully, from podcasts and these conversations, find ways to connect those dots. Marita, what about you? What advice for uh, aspiring healthcare leaders do you have? We've gotten to with these two special young women here, and you know there's others in their class here, but many, and we talked about the growth in your profession over 30% this decade. Um, what are some advice that you have beyond what you've shared with us for those up-and-coming health administrators? Always be open for new experiences and you may start in one role and somebody may suggest something to you, to you that you're just like, well, I don't know anything about that or I don't know about that. They're seeing something in you and they're trying to encourage you to diversify. Follow those opportunities when those windows open, stick your head through them, walk through those doors. 
you will have many different roles as you move through your healthcare career and I would leave nothing off the table. I would also encourage you to continue doing what you're doing and getting involved outside of your profession. One of the things, just, I had great mentors and great development as I went through my healthcare career, but I learned in some ways almost more about leadership by volunteering in other organizations, smaller organizations where I could really wrap my head around the whole thing versus walking into healthcare, which is just mammoth in size and you can't see end to end. You volunteer for a not-for-profit like Boy Scouts or YWCA or United Way, you really start to see how you make an impact and then you can take that back to this bigger world, this bigger complex organization that you're working in and you'll connect the dots a lot faster. And as you're interviewing for jobs, you have more stories to tell. Because we always ask, tell us about a time when. When did you have conflict with a coworker and how did you resolve it? <laughs> tell us about a time when you encountered opposition to an idea that you had. And you want to have a lot of different stories. And the more stories you have that are in diverse situations and situations, the stronger you'll show up and the faster you, know, you truly have built those skills. So diversify, leave no stone unturned. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, it sounds like a lot of your athletic experiences play into that, right? You're actually dealing with a lot of people and different personalities and a common goal, and sometimes you can't see end to end. Sometimes you have roles like beams, bars, floors, right. you know, vaults. Sometimes you're a goalkeeper, and you need people on the wings, and you all need to put it together. So that's what I love about athletics. I feel like it is kind of an incubator, and it is an educational platform, which really fits hand in hand with all the academic you know, pursuits that you have and gives kind of the perfect employees for those that are looking to hire. So we want to thank our listeners today, all our CMU family here and the 230,000 out there across the country and world. We want to remind you that the support for your CM student athletes goes to the Chippewafund.com. That is where we get support for scholarship and their day-to-day -day pursuits for academic advisors and all the important things that make their experience here the best in the MAC. Also, opendoors.com, you probably have heard about name, image, and likeness, and Central Michigan University has the links below in the comments. That allows you to connect with Hannah or Aaron or any of our 430 student athletes that you may want to do a deal with. And if you have a story you'd like to share with me, a possible future podcast, please reach out to me on Twitter or by email at athleticdirector@cmich.edu. Really appreciate you all being here today. Appreciate what you do from CMU now and into the future and really proud to be a CMU Chippewa. Fire up chips.